Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in. So, Jags fans, today we are looking at sophomore quarterbacks. Will Trevor Lawrence be the best of the bunch in 2022 from that 2021 NFL draft class? He's got some stiff competition, in my opinion. We'll break it all down right here, right now. If you're a fan of the show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. We literally cannot do this without you guys. Uh, thank you so much again for tuning in. You can follow myself at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. So let's look at these quarterbacks. Good morning, John. Thanks for being here. Trevor Lawrence was the first overall pick in 2021 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, Zach Wilson goes number two to the Jets. Trey Lance went third to the 49ers. Uh, The Bears traded up to land Justin Fields at 11. And then Mac Jones went to the Patriots at 15. And of course, you've got to include Davis Mills in here, who went a little later uh, to the Texans, but uh, got extensive playing time as a rookie and should be included in the conversation. Way we're going to frame this here is we're going to look at overall talent from these guys, each of these quarterbacks, who is the most talented. We're going to look at situation. You know, what are they surrounded with in their um, current situations with their football teams? And then we'll come to a final verdict here uh, as we wrap up the show. So starting with talent, uh, nothing has really changed in my mind since the 2021 NFL draft, uh, since those evaluations that I put together. So I had Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields as, without a doubt, um, potential franchise quarterbacks. I had them as 1A and 1B. I actually had Fields slightly ahead of Lawrence. I know Jags fans hate to hear that, like love to rag on me for it. But I had them in the same tier. I had them as uh, future franchise quarterbacks, guys you can really build around. Trevor Lawrence has an incredibly quick release for his size. Again, he's a really tall quarterback. Uh, So having that quick release, having the ball just pop off of his hand and really explode down the field is really impressive. He has great pocket presence, the best pocket presence out of all these guys. His ability to feel pressure, to sense it, to uh, make slight movements in the pocket to avoid pressure. Really impressive. Uh, A strong arm to all levels of the field, but is also able to throw with touch when he needs to. Uh, He's a mobile quarterback as well, so he gives you the ability to create outside of structure, uh, the ability to run the RPOs, uh, the read options, a lot of different things you can do with Trevor Lawrence. UCF Jaguar, what up, man? He says, if Trevor can be great, what a huge game changer. Very excited for 2022 and beyond. You should be. 
We've got Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, a lot of other fun stuff going on with the Jaguars. Justin Fields, he's deadly accurate um, from within the pocket and on the move, in my opinion. Uh, strong arm, very strong arm. An elite athlete uh, moving outside the pocket, running with the football. One of the best athletes at the quarterback position in the NFL. He's still working on the other stuff. The mental processing, I think, is just a tad slow. Um, obviously did not receive a lot of help from the Bears in 2021. But again, a really strong quarterback, strong arm and a strong frame, sturdy frame, elite athlete, and incredibly accurate as Justin Fields. Then I had another tier, which was Trey Lance and Zach Wilson. I had Zach just ahead of Trey, I believe, but right in the same tier, kind of how I had Trevor and Justin Fields in the same tier. Trey Lance, I think, is more advanced mentally than given credit for. He had a a fair amount of responsibility at the line of scrimmage at North Dakota State. Uh, He might have the strongest arm of the entire group. Another crazy athlete, big, strong, fast uh, athlete. Accuracy and experience are his two biggest drawbacks, I would say. Was not the most accurate quarterback in the world at North Dakota State and just frankly did not have a ton of in-game experience, and he still doesn't. Zach Wilson, whip of an arm, incredible plays outside of structure, but he struggles within structure, within the pocket, with his footwork, with his timing, with his dropbacks. Uh, and you saw some examples of him improving in that regard, but you need to see more, in my opinion, moving forward. And then I would have Mac Jones and Davis Mills in the same tier as well. Uh, Jones is a smart, accurate quarterback with amazing field vision, uh, timing. He just knows when guys are going to break, where they're going to break, and he has really good processing as well. He does not have a huge arm. And he's not really an athlete. He can, you know, escape from trouble at times with subtle movements, but he's not hes not an athlete on the level of any of Tre- Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. And then Davis Mills has a nice big frame. He's also accurate with the football. Another really smart player uh, coming from Stanford. He has a good, not great arm, in my opinion, for a starter in the NFL. Uh, So that is where I see these guys from a talent perspective. I have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, then Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, then Mac Jones and Davis Mills. Florida Boy says Trey Lance has an arm like Patrick Mahomes. I disagree. I, I think he might have a stronger arm than Patrick Mahomes, but Mahomes is maybe the most accurate quarterback outside of structure I've ever seen. He just knows where to put the football. It's incredible. I don't think you see that from Trey Lance, not yet at least. Billy says, very excited about the improvements for 2022. Listen to all the shows. My first time getting to tune in live. Good stuff. Thanks for being here, Billy. Thanks for your support. So uh, moving into situation. Trey Lance, in my opinion, is in the best situation. Uh, You've got just an incredible offensive schemer in Kyle Shanahan. You've got a really good running game, a good offensive line, good group of uh, skilled players, 
when you look at the guys he's throwing the ball to, you've got George Kittle, who is arguably one of the best tight ends. Not arguably. He is one of the best tight ends, arguably the best tight end in football. Uh, Debo Samuel, arguably the best playmaker in football. You've got Brandon Ayuk and some other guys out there as well. Daniel says Trey Lance has the best offensive line out of this group of quarterbacks. It's definitely up there. And again, the offensive line combined with the scheme really gets the job done. Appreciate you being here, Daniel Rich. Uh, I think Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence, I feel they're in a similar situation overall. I think the roster around Wilson on offense is slightly more talented, but the Jaguars have a little bit more experience on that side of the ball and Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson is is a big trump card for Trevor Lawrence uh, when you compare him and Zach Wilson and just their situations. I do think it's a true push here for me on that side of the ball. I think the Jaguars' defense is slightly better than New York's. And uh, so for me, situation, Zach and Trevor are in a very similar situation. I think Doug Peterson is a better offensive mind to be working with Trevor Lawrence than, than what Zach Wilson has in New York. But Zach Wilson is going into his second year in the same system. So that's that's a good situation, I would say. Uh, got, got a lot of talent around him. So yeah, it's a push for me situation-wise between, between Trevor and Zach. Tre, Trey Lance is number one there. Then you've got Mac Jones, who... He loses his offensive coordinator. He is coming off the best rookie season of any of these guys. But losing his offensive coordinator is one of the best in the world, uh, going over to the Raiders. Now it looks like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are going to be the main influences for the Patriots' offense. That worries me. You've still got Bill Belichick, obviously. You've still got a really good tight end room, uh, some useful weapons at running back and receiver, a good offensive line. So I don't think Mac Jones is in a terrible situation, but I am a little worried about the offensive changes they're going to have with the play calling, with the play design, the overall scheme. I just don't know how that's going to look. Then you've got Davis Mills. He has a decent group of receivers. Brandon Cooks is excellent. Uh, I think John Mechie will be a quality pro. Nico Collins showed a lot for for you last year as a rookie. Talent at offensive tackle. Uh, the interior of the offensive line, I do love Kenyon Green, but you've got A.J. Can and Justin Britt starting on that offensive line. It looks like I don't love that. And their defense still has a long way to go. So Davis Mills has the fifth best situation for me. And then that leads me to Justin Fields, who unfortunately, I'm a big fan of this guy, but I think he has the worst situation of these guys, all of them. The Bears just seemingly, I mean, they did not have a plan for him last year. They did not have the talent around him last year. And I just, I don't know how much better they're going to be with the current talent that they have on the roster, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you're looking at Byron Pringle, Darnell Mooney as your top receivers. That does not inspire a whole lot of confidence. And I love Darnell Mooney. I think Pringle is a good role player. I just don't know that he should be thrust into a starting role. 
We've got some new comments here. Florida boy says John Lynch, Lynch is one hell of a GM. A Florida boy says, hopefully Ethan Wall can be our John Lynch down the road. Yeah, I think John Lynch has done some really good things. The combination of him and Kyle Shanahan have certainly uh, added a lot of talent in San Francisco. UCF Jaguar, would you have done anything differently in terms of offensive talent for Trevor, or are you pleased with how Balky handled this offseason? I would have tried to add someone who I think has wide receiver one potential. You know, I think Christian Kirk can be your top target, but do you want him to be long-term? I'm not sure. You look at Marvin Jones, he's on the last year of his deal. It would have been nice to get a young receiver in the building that has number one receiver potential. As much as you want to talk about liking Kevin Austin, which I do, I don't really see that leap from him coming anytime soon. But overall, I am pleased with what the Jaguars did this offseason on both sides of the football. I think they got a lot better. And people talk about, oh, they overspent on Christian Kirk. In, in a year, that deal is going to be favorable, in my opinion, for the Jaguars. I think he's already the 12th highest paid receiver. You look at a year from now, he'll probably be in the low teens. Really not a big deal there. ONZ says Trevor Lawrence has the arm. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has the arm of Trevor Lawrence, but is cerebral like Trevor Lawrence. We're good. He'll be the second best. He'll be the best second year quarterback by miles. Okay. Jax Air says enough cannot be said about Doug Peterson and the offensive coaching staff. They will tailor the offensive scheme to play to Trevor's strengths, and he should take a huge leap this year. I agree. John says Dougie P and staff is definitely an upgrade from anything in recent past, but the way things ended in Philly is still in the back of my mind, hoping that year off was a good reset. I mean, the way things ended in Philly, you had Carson Wentz falling apart, and then you have a rookie quarterback in Jalen Hurts who was not ready to be an NFL starting quarterback, having to play a lot. I, I don't have a lot of negative negative thoughts about the way it ended in Philly for Doug Peterson. And I don't think Eagles fans do either for the most part. Uh, and, and people that analyze the Eagles guys up there in the media guys and gals. So, yeah. Um, I don't really have any negative vibes based on that. So, yeah, we were talking about, the situations, uh, I think Davis Mills is in fifth. Justin Fields is in sixth. They just have not surrounded him with a ton of talent and put him in situations to be successful to this point. So let's get down to the verdict here. Brass tacks, baby. I think Davis Mills will still be considered the sixth best of this group. He's just, in my mind, the least talented um, overall. and. While he does have some quality pieces around him, especially in Brandon Cooks and the offensive tackles, I think there's there's a little bit to be desired outside of that. And I just think, again, overall talent-wise, Davis Mills is at the bottom of the barrel here. Daniel Rich says, still worried about our overall chance of success with, success with Balky at the wheel. Love Doug Peterson, but does he have final say? I don't think it has come down to a situation where, where final say has mattered yet. 
Um, I understand the reservations with Balky. I did not want the Jaguars to return Balky this year, as most people didn't. But the 2021 draft class, solid, really good, right? I think you can say that with with some confidence right now. The 2022 draft class, I'm a fan of what they did in a lot of those uh, with a lot of those picks. And Trayvon Walker, from what we've seen. He looks, he looks the part, looks like a freak. And then you look at 2022 free agency. I think he did a lot of good stuff. Um, and in 2021, even though it wasn't a home run free agent class, I do think bringing in Shaquille Griffin was a big deal. I think that was really good for the team. I think Marvin Jones is really good for the team. Uh, I think when you look at how he was able to trade C.J. Henderson and get back Dan Arnold and a third-round pick, that looks like a home run of a trade. So I guess my point is I think Balky has done a decent job as the Jaguars' general manager. And does his history suggest maybe the bottom will fall out at some point? Uh, sure. But what he's done so far in Jacksonville has been positive. So moving uh, along here, I think Davis Mills is the sixth best quarterback uh, of this group in 2022. I think Justin Fields will be looked at as the fifth best, even though I think his talent suggests he should be higher. I just think the situation, uh, I, I think with the weapons around him, with the offensive line, with the new coaching staff, it's going to be difficult for him to take this type of strides you would like to see from him in year two. Um, I, I have Mac Jones here next on the list at fourth. While he had the best rookie season of this group, I think he could fall back down to earth a little bit. And this is really less about him and more about the guys that I have finishing in front of him, taking uh, some bigger steps, some bigger strides here. Zach Wilson. I have him coming in at third. Still has a lot of development uh, based on his tape from 2021 that he needs to go through. I think he'll get better from within structure, and he did show some development in that regard throughout his rookie season. He has a better group around him overall. I love Garrett Wilson. Uh, Brees Hall, too, another really talented player that you, you've helped Zach Wilson with, and then they also upgraded their offensive line. I think he's going to do – a lot better overall when you look at the numbers in 2021, uh, but there's still going to be some questions about how well he can win from within structure, in my opinion. So that means for me, it's between Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance. And that's really tough for me because they're both going to be in advantageous situations on offense. I think Trevor is more talented than Trey by a fairly significant margin, but the way Kyle Shanahan is able to take, you know, seemingly average starters and make them, you know, upper echelon type of guys. That's really, really impressive. And I, I think Doug Peterson has done that as well throughout his career. He's gotten the most out of his quarterbacks. They're both going to be running a lot of wide zone, you're going to, I think, see fairly similar offenses. There will be different wrinkles, sure, but you'll look at wide zone rushing attacks, I think. 
And Travis Etienne is going to be a beast in that type of rushing attack, I think. Uh, does Trey Lance have better overall weapons? I mean, you look at George Kittle, you look at Debo, Ayuk, some of those guys, probably he has better overall weapons, uh, better overall situation. But I think Trevor Lawrence is just more talented. I think having Christian Kirk is going to pay dividends. I think Zay Jones, as much as people want to kind of rag on him, he's going to be where he's supposed to be. Uh, And he's going to make the plays that he's supposed to make. Marvin Jones is very underrated as well, in my opinion. And then you look at the combination of Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold at tight end. I think the offensive line is vastly improved when you have Brandon Scherf uh, coming in and, and and taking over as your top offensive lineman. You bring in Luke Fortner, who's another really talented guy who I think will crack the starting lineup at some point in 2022. Um, you look at the left tackle, though. <sighs> Trent Williams and Cam Robinson are not in the same tier. They're not even close to being in the same tier. So overall... Again, I think Trey Lance has a slightly better situation. I think Trevor Lawrence is a good bit more talented. I like for Trey Lance, for the 49ers, that he's going into his second year in this system versus Trevor Lawrence going into the first year in this system with Doug Peterson and Press Taylor, Mike McCoy. It's a tough It's a tough one here. I, I think it's kind of a toss-up between Trevor and Trey. And yeah, this is another great point OMZ makes. Has Lance dethroned Jimmy G? If not, TL16 is the winner. That is another good point. My guess here, my prediction is that Trey Lance will be the primary starter for the 49ers in 2022. But that that could still be up in the air. You're absolutely right about that, OMZ. Volk Fang says the 2022 Eagles team looked like the worst coach team in the NFL that year, but I wonder how much of that was Wentz changing the play at the line. I heard somewhere somewhere that was a huge problem in 2020. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think I don't agree that they were the worst coach team, but I, the offense was ugly. There was definitely some, some issues going on between Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, I would say. And again, you had Jalen Hurts get in there way too early. He was not ready to be a starting NFL quarterback. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's going to be a toss-up between Trevor and Trey. And I'll take Trevor just because I think he's the more talented guy. And I think Doug Peterson is going to get the most out of him. He's done that consistently throughout his career as an offensive coach. And uh, the overall group is much improved on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, the 49ers are in a more difficult division. I don't think you can overlook that. The Jaguars will get to play the Texans twice, who, of course, they've struggled with. But on paper, the Jaguars look like they should be able to put up some points against that football team. Kenneth says, our current coaching staff knows how to prepare and manage an NFL quarterback. Absolutely. I'm with you. OMZ says, I see Jimmy not giving up the spot till the wheels come off. So maybe mid to late season. I just don't think that you can draft Trey Lance third overall and not try to get him in as your starting quarterback in year two. Bobby says, IDK, he has only started 20 games. Haven't seen much from Trey. 
the reason I have Trey Lance this high is because of the situation. If if Trey Lance was in Houston, in Chicago, in New York, I would not have him as high. But I just think Kyle Shanahan working with a quarterback that has an incredibly strong arm, great athleticism, and a smart quarterback from everything I've seen is going to be a really good pairing. Chris Campbell says, didn't A-Rod sit behind Favre for three years? Yeah, that was a different time. You had quarterbacks sitting for a year, two years, um, and it was a different situation. You had Brett Favre, who's a Hall of Famer. Jimmy Garoppolo is an average starter. Isaiah says, we should beat the Texans at least once this year. Absolutely. I mean... The Jaguars should beat the Texans twice in 2022. They should have they should have beaten them twice last year, honestly. I'm not saying they will. But on paper, those two teams do not have the same level of talent. The Jaguars are f- way ahead of them. OMZ says Packers gave up a lot to move up for Jordan Love. The guy has been keeping that bench warm. For his whole rookie contract, they screwed AR-12. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Packers have done the best job surrounding Aaron Rodgers with talent. And again, that kind of goes back to the Packers' march to the beat of their own drum. Um, And again, Jordan Love is not what Aaron Rodgers is talent-wise. I think when you look at Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance is clearly more talented than Jimmy G. Chris says Texans did draft good. I am. I agree. The Texans had a great draft, but their baseline of talent entering the 2022 NFL draft was just incredibly low. Uh, Pretty much like an expansion team, to be completely honest with you. So they did get a lot better. I think they're going to, I don't know if they'll improve on what they did last year because they overachieved last year. But I think they're in a better position overall than they were last year to move forward and kind of kind of start building, building uh, a program over there. But yeah, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence over Trey Lance because I think he's the best uh, quarterback of this group at this point. I think uh, he's excellent from within the pocket, and I think you started seeing it, you know, especially Week 18. You're seeing it right now in OTAs. This guy is getting more and more comfortable. He's in a better situation. He has more talent around him, and he's going to take a big step forward with Doug Peterson calling the plays and, and scheming it up and helping him out, you know, play to play, week to week, game to game, all that good stuff. <laughs> Jaggernaut says playoff guarantee in 2023. Sure. Put it on the board. I'll guarantee the Jaguars make the playoffs in 2023. No, that's that's a terrible guarantee. I don't want to do that because so much can happen between now and then. Right now, it looks like the Jaguars are moving in the right direction with Doug Peterson. But uh, we got to see we got to see some results before we guarantee playoffs for a team that is coming off two seasons in which they combined for four total wins. And you also got to see what the rest of the conference and division looks like going into 2023. 
but should the Jaguars be in a position to make the playoffs in 2023 based on what they've done to this point? I do think they should be, but I won't guarantee it. Bobby says, do you think Chenault will have a better year? He seems more motivated. Yeah, I don't think it was a question of motivation for LaVisca. I think it was a question of, you know, he's a young guy dealing with, uh, you know, coming into the NFL during this whole COVID situation, during uh, Urban Meyer's incredibly poor reign in Jacksonville. And I just don't think it was a good situation for anyone last year. So do I think Chenault will have a better year? I don't know if he will be statistically better from just a production standpoint because he still did get a lot of targets last year. I do think he's now fourth on the pecking order um, for the Jaguars wide receivers and maybe fifth when Jamal Agnew comes back because I think they're going to scheme Jamal Agnew up a lot of touches because he's that good of a player. I think he'll be more impressive from the high test. I think he will be more efficient. I don't think he will drop as many passes, but I don't know if he will rack up as many as many targets and, and catches overall. So I do think he will be better, but you might not see a big statistical jump unless you're just talking about the drop numbers because I do think those will be greatly reduced. Okay. Isaiah Jones says went from three and 13 to AFC championship. So I don't see why not. Yeah, I, I get, the, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, this isn't the same team as 2017 that that was an absolutely loaded defense. It was a very experienced defense and you kind of had just the perfect mix of a mauling offensive line, uh, Leonard Fournette busting off a lot of long runs and a defense that was just consistently creating pressure and forcing turnovers. Chris Campbell says, let's hope Texans don't get a top quarterback in 2023 draft. For the record, I think Davis Mills can be a decent starter for a long time. But yeah, I think you could say, let's hope the Texans don't get maybe like CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Jaggernaut says, feels like we're on the rise quicker than other teams in our division. Well, the Colts and Titans have been competing for the playoffs for the last several years, uh, and the Titans have been making the playoffs. So, yeah, I think the Jaguars have made a bigger jump than either of those teams, but those teams were far ahead of the Jaguars prior to 2022. Bobby says, have a good one, Jordan. Thanks, you too, Bobby. Uh, with Coach P, says Jaggernaut, we're in capable hands for a quick turnaround. I agree. I think the Jaguars will turn around quickly. I'm not going to predict them to make the playoffs in 2022, at least not at this juncture. But I think what you want to see is a team that is competing uh, late in the season for a playoff spot. I think that's what you'd really like to see. But that's going to do it. Uh, again, I have Davis Mills as the sixth best quarterback in 2022 from the 2021 draft class. Justin Fields fifth, just simply based on his situation. It's been pretty, pretty horrific in Chicago for him. Mac Jones is up next. I think he had the best rookie season, but 
you lost your offensive coordinator, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge look to be in control of the offense now. I don't really like that very much. We'll see how that works out for him. And then I have Zach Wilson in third. I think he's got a lot of development to do, but his arm talent combined with the development combined with the scheme and the talent around him, I think will help him take a little jump here in year two. And then I have Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence at one and two. Uh, Trey Lance has incredible arm, incredible athleticism, a great scheme, a great group of athletes and, and uh, offensive line and, and weapons around him. And then Trevor Lawrence, I think, has a good group around him and an excellent quarterback coach in, in Doug Peterson. And a good defense. I think the Jaguars' defense is going to help them out a lot. But that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter, at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube and check ginjag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.